0: hello Hello. welcome to sit for a spell a podcast where we discuss
1: the lore the traditions and modern practices of the occult learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft so grab your book of shadows light your candles it's It's time time to sit for a a spell hello hello hi hi (laughs) Welcome. Oh, welcome, Sit First uh, Podcast.
0: Yeah, we're already delirious about it. Yes, I'm Jess. <laughs> I'm James.
1: And we just had to delete 45 minutes because we talked we never about started nothing. talking about the right-handed <laughs> Not- path.
0: <laughs> no, we talked about like nothing. Uh, uh,
1: okay.
0: Well, we haven't talked to each other in a while, like a week. So yeah. that's probably why had to get that out
1: get it out
0: yeah you got to talk to somebody you do yeah i
1: miss so uh people i know (laughs) i just have i should have bought some
0: stock in zoom or something before
1: all this huh Uh, who'd have known who'd even known
0: i haven't even heard of zoom
1: before this i did because we use it at work but i
0: just ran out of wine i'm sorry we just stopped recording. Uh, it's fine. It's all right. I don't need any more. I really don't.
1: <laughs> uh, so today right. starts our journey through the left, right, and chaotic path. I
0: guess. Yeah. Right? In in the little research I've done so far, I think the chaos. chaos Path, chaos magic, mm-hmm. chaos magic, sort of falls underneath the left hand path. Okay, interesting. um, I, mm, I have to look into it more, but as, as from what I can tell so far, this is going to end up being two episodes instead of three because I'm pretty okay. sure the chaos uh part of it, which I was know. kind of like the Alistair Crowley part yeah. of it, falls mm-hmm. under the left hand path. Yes, um. We are going to try to explain it as we go.
1: <laughs> so to show you listeners how little I know about this or we know about this, is <laughs> when I went into this, I thought this was totally an Alistair Crowley thing. I thought he was the inventor and uh, creator of these terminology. Right. And right. not true at all. Not at all. No, he doesn't show up
0: until you start talking about, I mean, he shows Um, up a little bit in the right-hand path because he sort of, we can get into it when we start talking about left-hand path, but he sort of like
1: diverges from the right-hand to the
0: left-hand. Yes, yes.
1: Yes. and I have this five-page document here, and in those five (laughs) pages, I have two bullet points. About Alistair Crowley? About Mr. Crowley. So. All right, let's get into it. Um, so what I decided to do here, uh, essentially, because in essence, uh, the right-hand path is more of a general concept, right. when the left-hand path does definitely have more specific information geared to what makes it a left-handed path. Um, right so what I did was I looked at kind of the origin story of the right-hand path versus the left-hand path and where its roots are um and then Uh, talk about um what makes a right-handed path person or group um and then I wanted to have a discussion with you towards the end okay Okay, so I got the bulk of this information from learnreligion.com, ultraculture.com, and, of course, wikipedia.com, my best friend. Our best friend. Um, all right, and I'm going to – it's a lot of information. It's a lot happening here. Lots going on. So pause yeah. if you need to. Rewind get some more wine (laughs) some more wine if you don't have any already we're just all at home what else are you gonna do if you're you're a a central worker thank you thank you um okay very quick definition rundown of right hand versus left hand the right hand path um is most commonly going to be referred to magical and or religious groups who are going to fall into a bracket of characteristics, okay? They're going to have clearly defined separation, but interweaving of the mind, body, and spirit so we see this in the triple goddess we see this in the catholic um what do they call father it? son holy ghost thank trinity. you the trinity holy trinity um we see this in a lot of places uh there's a lot of this in hindu there's a lot of this in buddhism so there's that clear separation but then trying to make sure that they're all connected and balanced um wow. There is also going to be a specific moral code. So uh, in the realm of like Wicca and paganism, there's uh, harm none. Um, in Christianity and Catholicism, there's the Ten Commandments. Um, there's some form of judgment. Um whether that be the judgment from the God that you are praying to or gods or deities, mm-hmm. uh, or karma or the threefold law, there's okay. some kind of justice balance that's not going to allow you to, uh, take those shaky steps. Okay. Um, and then there is a kind of the connection between, um, Abrahamic religions, so those are like Judaism, Muslim, Christianity, or Islam. I guess I should say, um, where there is kind of like that one secular God, uh, that kind of like, like the monotheistic. The thing. Yes, exactly. Now, not to say that polytheistic religions and or practices are not put in here because they most definitely are. It's pretty much okay. if you follow a religion where there is a strong authority and that authority has moral and ethical boundaries, you follow the right-hand path. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, I'm not going to dive deep into the left hand cause James is going to the next episode all about it. But, um, essentially the left-hand path rejects all social convention and like status quo. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, It's much more uh, taboo. uh, Yeah. Taboo, I would say, is the key term here. Um, Whether that's sexual taboo, religious taboo, magical taboo, uh, dabbling into dark magic, or not dabbling, jumping like headfirst into dark or black magics, um, especially things that really are of like sexual nature, um, not having inhibitions, just kind of like going for it right yeah um and just like not not being part of societal norms pushing aside Mm -hmm. societal norms I guess Mm -hmm. I think that's like the easiest way you can you can kind of put those two together
0: from what I can tell so far uh sex magic is huge like a big big part of left-hand path oh
1: and that makes sense magic sense
0: yeah like uh using sex in itself as well as like uh orgasms to uh bring forth like your intentions and Mm -hmm. blood and you know it's like very very um not that there's anything wrong with that but in societal as as far as societal norms go it is i would say even still especially in uh the united states very taboo
1: um so there's a quote um in here that said to put it a little more diplomatic the right hand path can be thought of as one of dogma ritual and a belief in community and formal structure as well as a higher power though each of those can be found in left hand paths as well um but there's just less focus on indulging the self in the right hand path So people can follow the the left hand path and say, I'm a Christian or say Mm -hmm. I'm a Wicca or say I'm Jewish. um, But it's purely based on, are you doing this practice for yourself for a Mm -hmm. selfish manner? Or are Mm -hmm. you doing this practice to better yourself and others?
0: Yes. That is one thing I have seen so far. Yes. Definitely. Uh, left hand is much more uh about the self which also can be taboo it's purely selfish
1: um and i'm sure there's left-hand pathers out there who are still doing community service and volunteer work and then in their spare time they're doing all this chaos magic to better their lives at the same time so yeah balance balance um so I mean, where we hear left-hand path the most, and this is from our friend Alistair Crowley, uh, is well, I guess not. It's not Alistair Crowley. No, mind, take that back. Is um, Satanists or people who follow the Church of Satan or any offshoots that come up? That's kind of still where we are in our modern kind of like
0: mm-hmm.
1: definition. You say, "Oh, if he follows the left-hand path." You're gonna think, "Okay, Satanists?" That. Maybe, yeah? Question mark? Yeah. Um, and some Satanists will tell you, I followed the left-hand path. Like, they, do, they really do go hand-in-hand, hand, and I'll tell you why in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, however, on the opposite, so Satanists do kind of say, yeah, I'm a left-hand pather. When those kind of, like, dogmatic or um, secular religions, Christianity, Jew- Judaism, Wiccans, Druids, they don't ad- identify as being on the right-hand path. Like, someone might not say, I'm a Wicca, I follow the right-hand path. It's not, like, a literal which, thing.
0: Which makes sense, because I feel like if you are in in your certain religion, you wouldn't want to invoke a different type of, uh, like, description for it. You yeah, and that's,
1: just, when you yeah. boil it down, in essence, being of the right-hand path is literally just a name that, Someone tagged onto it, and right. that's literally all it is. They took this name from this other culture and inserted it into modern, well, modern culture, 19th modern century. Quote, yeah, and um, it's stuck. And yeah, tell you about that too.
0: It's just like a, an easy way to like to oh, it's a simplification of like the uh, the, de- the way to describe the two yeah. types of mm-hmm. beliefs,
1: totally. Um and people who do like identify more as like a right-hand path person, um, and they do say, oh yeah, I am, I'm a right-hand path, um, they will describe the left-hand path as one who does follow uh, maybe evil, malicious, or like a dangerous kind of like path. Um, so if you do identify as that, that's generally you do generally follow the stereotypical definition of it right um which makes sense yeah
0: so um
1: so here's where it gets interesting uh we're gonna go all the way back to sanskrit here okay (laughs) so (laughs) i apologize for anyone who knows how to correctly pronounce sanskrit words um, but there's I mean, a if word. you do, good for you. Because <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, there's a Sanskrit word, uh, Vamakara, and its translation means left-handed attainment or like left-handed like alignment, okay. um, and it's synonymous okay. with the left-hand path or the left-handed path. And um, it's used to describe a particular mode of worship or spiritual practice, not standard or in extreme in comparison to cultural norms. So that kind of word, Vamakara, in Sanskrit, you would say like, oh, this person is like Vamakara. They're not following along with the society, right? They're not doing this thing. Um, And... Let me now go to Western culture, and I'm going to get more into detail into this in a second. But in Western occultism, Western culture, religious practice, um, I spoke about this woman in the Aura episode when we were talking about the man who kind of developed that thought process. Mm -hmm. But Helena Blavatsky, Russian, Mm -hmm. she is the founder. Mm -hmm of the theosophy practice religion occultism thing and she's the one who essentially brings these words into modern practice okay okay um in western culture there's this like super long history with thinking like right hand because you sit at like the right hand of the King or the right hand of God or all these things. Right. And Mm -hmm. then, um, you think of as the left is the person who might not be, uh, it's, it's the opposite. It's basically just the opposite. You have your right hand and your left hand. It's the opposite. Um, throughout history, uh, the left has been kind of, uh, had negative connotations, especially with homosexuality and sexuality in general, sexual deviance, finger quotations, right? Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like even a long time ago, and, and it does come into play in this, is that uh, some homosexuality was, uh, or people who, whose uh, sexual preferences were for the opposite uh, gender, were called left-handed or to the left, or they leaned to the left. The same gender. Yeah, yeah. So like a man to a man or a woman to a woman. They go, that goes back, way back being called to the left. And so I think that's part of that uh, sexual renaissance or that move towards like sexual freedom in that left-hand path is like kind of embracing that a little bit. Yeah, okay. So it'd be interesting to see what you find there. Yeah. Um, But just knowing that in Western culture there was already – this left hand and right hand or left and right kind of shift that the Western yeah. culture had already embraced. So this word Vamakara and Helena kind of like grasping onto that just reinforced it essentially. Yeah. So let me dive a little bit deeper into that. So Vamakara is left hand alignment. Um, and then we have another word, which is Dakshinakara. Dakshinakara which is right-handed. It's the opposite. Okay. And the Dakshnikakara is going to be a uh, reference to orthodox groups, um, common modes of spirituality, spiritual practice where there's a God um, or at least deities where it's generally agreeable, right? It's yeah. like not something that's going to be a shocker or a taboo yeah. It's going to be it's like easy to digest. Yeah, exactly. And, um, both of these connect to uh, the Tantra or Tantric practices.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, and this is kind of like a weaving of the mind and the body and spirit. This is going to be a lot in Hindu culture, a lot of Buddhist culture. Um, really easy examples of these that, um, and I might be wrong in thinking this, but just in my research are uh, the alignment of the chakras is a tantric right, practice right. Um, okay. as well as yoga like legit yoga, not like white lady Orange County yoga, but like <laughs> you know yoga. yeah 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 And it's all about connecting those three pieces of yourself and finding balance and finding peace. And yes, both yes. of those goes into where those words originated um, oh, okay. which is really interesting. Yeah. So, um, in her travels, uh, Helena goes all over the world, pretty much. She's, she's a learner and she wants to learn more and she, uh, goes to India and she goes through these Eastern countries and continents and she learns about Hindu and she learns about Buddhism and she learns about Tantra and she learns all these things, um, And she basically develops her own thing. She develops theosophy, right? Uh And um, she says, she describes, I'm going to read you this quote. (laughs) Russian is hard. Blavosky. I
0: was going to say, you're reading in English.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know I wrote this whole paper in Russian? You wrote in the original Russian. I did. <laughs> um, Blavosky described theosophy as the synthesis of science, religion, and philosophy, proclaiming that it was reviving an ancient wisdom, which was the underlay of all world religions. Oh. Sounds wow. great.
0: She's very uh, high on herself, though, isn't she? Yes.
1: And, I mean, I would too if I made my own... Theosophical society. I mean, I guess you Um, have to be to,
0: like, make your own religion, right?
1: Yeah. But she (laughs) was, like, a famous 19th century occultist. Like, she's right up there with Alistair, with White, with the guy who invented the Church of Satan, which I have his name, and I will tell you in a second. Anton LaVey. There you go. I talk about him, (laughs) too. She's right around, like, they're all... Well, Anton LaVey was later, but, yeah. Right. Um so basically to put all that together, she read about all this stuff, right? And she wrote a book called Isis Unveiled in 1877. And um she wrote this book after she developed her Theosophical Society in New York in 1875, and she um developed the words, like the literal phrase left-hand path based off of the translation of what she learned about the Vamachara um, and then the, the opposing right-hand side. And um, she says left-hand path because of like a literal transa- translation, I guess, and just kind mm-hmm. of like took that based off of Hindu societal taboos specifically related to like sex, drinking, eating meat, mm-hmm. um, because there is some um dietary right. restrictions in the Hindu culture, uh, right. as well as assembling in graveyards. I guess that's the thing that wasn't allowed. Uh upon huh. that sometimes. Um, as well as your own spiritual practice. So all of that kind of like is under that barmachara umbrella um that yeah. she coined as the left hand path. So there's yeah. gonna be like a little trademark thing under there she'd have have, she'd own it um so it was super easy for her to make that connection right because during that time period we already had it we already had the right hand and we already had the left hand and she was like well look what I just discovered it matches right puzzle piece well
0: yeah it's like it's an easy way to put like the other into like an umbrella term exactly It's like, we have our set thing,
1: and then there's them, and they're Mm -hmm. they're the left-hand path. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So in her book, she formally introduces left-hand path and right-hand path to American society. Um, And she very firmly put herself in the right-hand path. And then she said any people that follow the left-hand path were practitioners of black magic and were a threat to society. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of a big... That's a big kind of like thing to put out there in the world. Especially who if you're like this occultist who people really do look up to. Um, you know. So Yeah, that's really interesting.
0: That's a a lot of people to like name Mm -hmm. an enemy of the state, basically, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and because she was so heavily influential in occult society, because remember in the mid I mean throughout the 1800s 19th century and then into the early 1900s 20th century this was really that renaissance of occult practice of tarot cards of seance
0: of all these things that we've
1: talked about before and so people are reading these books like household women are reading these books other occultists are reading these books and so they're firmly making their minds up and saying Yes, okay, Helena wrote this in her book, so we're going to follow this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, yeah. the community started picking up on this, and um, there's this historian, Dave Evans, who had said that people hadn't even thought of this before in like western esoteric tradition and so mm-hmm. all these new ideas about giving another name to sexual deviance again finger quotes and like people who don't follow christianity or catholicism or judaism because at the time islam wasn't mm-hmm. something that people were talking about and like all these things you know gave it another name something else yeah to, like, say well look you're in the bad corner you don't do these things yeah you're an other yes and, um, this is really, like I said before, this is that time period where a lot of that left-handed or left-leaning was really brought to sexual orientation and practice. And again, it just kind of like fit right in there.
0: Yeah.
1: So this is where Alistair comes in and I don't know how you're going to do this left-hand path, <laughs> because in this one paragraph, in this one article, I lost my place so many times and had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. I was just like... <laughs> no, I can tell what? you already. But the names and
0: the terms and the connections, and he I, yeah, I've had, had that same thing. situation. He made yes. up a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not, sometimes I'm like, what? He loved to hear himself speak. Yeah, yeah. I think he had a lot of time you know, on his like, head. He loved. He 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 was high. He was like high on his own shit. Like he loved the, everything he was coming up with. He was like, I'm a genius.
1: He had to have been high very long-winded. Himself. Not a
0: succinct person. Yeah. He, you know, uh, who
1: knows?
0: Maybe I don't. I don't know. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, but a long-winded. Long-winded and very detailed.
1: I think if Alistair Crowley grew up in the 70s and 80s, he would have been just the best D&D master that ever was. <laughs> or he would have had his own cult. Yeah. Yes, he would have had a and d cult. <laughs> and it just would have been so popular. And everyone probably would have been happy who knows yeah probably okay I was gonna put some stuff in here about Alistair Crowley and then I was trying to like put it in my own word and I couldn't do it I couldn't do it and so I do have this though I have this part so Crowley is going to essentially further popularize the term of left-handed path because he uses mm-hmm. it directly in his practice and in his writings okay and mm-hmm. so he does talk about the right-handed path and when he talks about his left-handed path he says that it's like when so he does have these names for all of his levels of people right Yes. Yeah. and one of the levels is the adeptus ex Exempt, exemptus. exemptus thank you mm-hmm. and this person has to choose to cross this abyss and fall into something and make a choice <laughs> yeah it just oh man so i'm assuming it's not literal but right. basically if he it's is very not successful like- he's on the left hand path Yeah, it's very like, um,
0: like skull and bones, like secret society, like rituals and, you know, like, uh, and I'm going to see how well I can uh, (laughs) get that across to all of you. (laughs) (laughs) But oh man, this guy.
1: (laughs) Maybe we just need to come up with like a, like a metaphor or like, yeah, find something that we could relate it to.
0: Yeah, like Game of Thrones or something
1: yeah yeah like if alistair crowley's group was the office
0: right <laughs> yeah i don't know it's yeah it's hard he it's would be hard. the robert california of the office because <laughs> that guy too was crazy
1: <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah
0: we'll get okay. more into that next
1: week um um What else do I have here? Okay, so he also said uh, he made the the term popular brother of the left-hand path or black brother um, Mm -hmm. as someone who failed to get to a level, grant uh, the grade of, what is it, Magister of Templi? Magister Templi, yeah. Magister Templi. Um, so it seems like the it. left-handed path people are those who aren't doing very well in their ascension. I should, question mark right maybe. There. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, we'll see if I can figure it out. The point is he used it heavily. <laughs> that's the point. It, he used it often and he used it heavily he, yeah he very much wanted to be that uh uh other and that
0: taboo figure and uh he he leaned really hard into uh being that you know quote unquote left hand path
1: uh figure yeah that, yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, um some other men, because Helena is our only lady friend, but um now someone else who kind of got pulled into this involuntarily, was Arthur Edward um Wait or White, uh the tarot card guy. Mm-hmm. And um he had been working really closely with Helena uh or at least read her works and things, and um, He was someone who didn't recognize these as valid terms, Um, and he said that black is black, white is white in terms of magic um, and practice, and that the right hand and the left hand are just literally just another phrase that people throw around, and he was very verbal about that. Um, Because especially when looking at tarot and the way that he designed his deck and the writings about it and how all of the cards had different meanings and interpretations, and it was very well balanced. Um, Yeah. And so he wasn't one to kind of lean either way, which we'll we'll also get into. Um, Mm -hmm. And even though he was very kind of verbal about this, there was someone else. His name is Dennis Wheatley. Uh, he's an author around the same time period. And he had heard what White had to say, um, but he disagreed with him. And he, he's really well known for a book called The Devil Rides Out, but he's a, he's a very popular fiction writer. Okay. Um, and in The Devil Rides, or not specifically in The Devil Rides Out, but um, in his works, which were very, very popular, He Uh starts to connect left-hand path and Satanism. And again, these are works of fiction, but at the same time, they're very popular. And so he, in his writings, he says that people who follow the left-hand path are very specifically Satanists. Um, Hmm. Also communists. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and he said that was all was he American? And, no he was British um, okay well I mean yeah yeah but all of it kind of falls into that basket of not good <laughs> Satanist basically and yeah. communist <laughs> yeah but it was very popular and so people just kind of jumped on that bandwagon
0: yeah um, again so. it's adding you know adding yet another group of people into that other category that you you know us and them yeah you know yes democratic and communist or capitalist and communists
1: you know so as we get closer to i guess modern time uh 21st century you have in 1975 a student of alistair crowley named kenneth grant he has a book called cults in of the shadow and he has another group to phony in order and all these people just making up their own groups left and right willy nilly. Um, (laughs) And he finally explains this tantric root. And he's like, guys, these words came from this practice. Maybe we should really start to like bring that back. And I mean, (laughs) the seventies, it totally makes sense. Yeah, That's really when uh, yoga and Uh, breathing and meditation and buddhism was really flowing into like that hippie popular culture um, especially in america and so he was saying like hey like basically like chill out like if you believe in the right hand path if you believe in that var varmachara uh it's it's about balance about achieving balance That's like literally all it is and the left hand path is just people who maybe want to achieve balance but at the same time they're just challenging taboo right. and it's, it's not, which is
0: not always a bad
1: thing yeah exactly then we get to Anton LeVay. Mm-hmm. and it, I mean you guys should know who Anton LeVay is well a lot of yes. people I I knew when I saw his face I was like oh that guy yeah. but I didn't necessarily know his name
0: the um, Satanist guy
1: yeah so he first developed Levian Satanism in the 60s, mm-hmm. and then eventually he did write the Satanic Bible, and he developed the very first Church of Satan. OG, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously, people have been worshiping or talking about or using Satan as a metaphor for as long as Satan has been around. Um, right. But he was kind of the first in Western culture to popularize it. Uh, yes. and he dives headfirst into the left-hand path saying yeah satanism is the left-hand path right-hand pathers are losers like let's <laughs> get on this train right we're taking yeah, those, the guys, left are, those guys are nerds <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, that's basically it he said that it's satanism is not a white light religion it's a religion of the flesh it's mundane it's carnal it's what Mm -hmm. it's the opposite of like polar like western normality
0: yeah it's um i've uh i've dived yeah doven doved i So it's dipped my toe into Satanism, uh, here and there. And it's basically like the, uh, from what I can tell, not that I'm against, not, not that I'm for, but not that I'm fully against like Christian values or morality in any way. Yeah. Sort of like the same, it's the same sorts of things without all of the, um, without all of the, what is it called? Like when you, Without all of the like hypocrisy. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. so I think at least modern day Satanism gets a pretty bad rap.
1: But, yeah. Um, and I think it's because a lot of people don't understand what it is because there are and right. again, I know we've talked about this before. We will have an episode. We will. And we'll yes. break it down. But there is there are very specific people who worship Lucifer. Satan. Yes, and yes. then there like, are very specific groups who use it as a metaphor. Yes, um, which
0: is the which is the one I yeah. uh, yes. yeah. sort sure of yeah, yeah, my And I'm sure like, there's the people in between. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. you know, we'll. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about Satanism. But I feel like if you're going to worship a literal lucifer you may as yeah. well be a christian because you're just you can't believe just, in one without the other yes and you're just worshiping you're choosing one uh omnipotent presence over another so i mean i don't see a difference you know
1: but, yeah i yeah. mean it just all it I goes about how you live your daily life
0: yeah and i don't know yeah. how controversial that statement is or who, who would disagree or agree with that
1: we're a very controversial my,
0: podcast. <laughs> that's my wa- that's my wine induced opinion. <laughs> one glass of wine <laughs> induced opinion. Yeah. I
1: know. Uh, uh, okay. So, I. You know what? I'm not going to tell you what I think yet. I'm going to tell you a second. Um, okay. Who's even on the right-hand path? Because that's what this episode is supposed to be about. Everybody. (laughs) Most people. Okay? There are obviously selfish people. There are obviously people who do not follow a religion in any way, shape, or form. They're purely atheist. They do not believe in a higher being. They might practice science. They might, you know, Mm -hmm. um... But that's not even to say you're not on the right hand path either. Because if you recycle, you're doing something for the whole. You know. And if you and if you believe in science and only science, that's sort
0: that's of your religion. Leading to
1: an authority, exactly. So when you boil it down to its in its essence, you are someone who is generally good. You give Quote, back unquote. to the community in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or form. You are selfishness is a human trait. You cannot yes. be not selfish. But even the most even I'm sure the most we all religious have our person. Thing, yes, everyone has their moments. It's it's a it's a tra- it's we're animals. It's, it's in human. There. Yes, and. It's a, it's a, it's a trait we have to actively fight against. And that's, yeah. And so you might try to do good deed. You might try to follow the 10 commandments, which really aren't that hard, you know, when it comes down to it. Don't don't sleep with your neighbor's wife. Come on. But (laughs) I mean, you know what I'm trying to say, you know? Yes. You might... (laughs) be Buddhist and follow the eight Buddhist precepts. You might try to follow the rungs of Yo- uh, I almost said Yoda.
0: <laughs> I mean. I think Yoda was or, on the right path. Or, do or do not. There's yeah, there no try. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's the only um, tenant of Yodaism.
1: <laughs> Someone could start a religion, I am sure. There's probably one already out there. I'm sure Um, there already is one. Rungs of yoga. Jeez, (laughs) Jessica. Okay. Or follow the (laughs) Ten Commandments, right? So you do these things. You give back to the community. You try to be a good person. Okay, maybe you're Wicca. Maybe you're pagan. Maybe you are Christian. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're Jewish. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're uh, a Muslim. Like Mm -hmm. You might just be someone who is following your religious and or spiritual path and you are are on the right-hand path, according to these definitions, right? And that's that's basically all it is. It's just uh, going with humanity, doing good in the effort of humanity, and following Mm -hmm. guidelines and ethical reasoning. Yeah, being a generally good person. So, in general, most people, theoretically, are on the right-hand path. If you follow the definitions of this.
0: Yeah. I think to be on the left-hand path is a very, uh, it's like a choice you have to like consciously make.
1: Absolutely. I agree with that a hundred percent. It is a total choice you have to make. And I I think the right-hand path is sort of the default. Yes, 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 yes. And then there's the middle. Mm -hmm. And I agree. I mm. like to I like the middle. And the middle yeah. is where this is just me talking. You pick a little bit of yeah. all the things and yeah. you're like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. I, I think recycling is good. I think praying or lighting a candle or doing a ritual for to better humanity is a good thing, but at the same time I'm already going to have sex. So why can't I incorporate a little intention along with it? You know, it's, it's it's about balance. And we've said this so many times it's balance and it's your intention and it's what you put Mm. into it and it's balance. And so it's balance. It's all about
0: balance.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: (laughs) I don't know if this podcast is about balance.
1: I know I know. I think I think we lean a little. <laughs> we might lean a, a little, little to the left.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: But that's uh, okay and that's the point. You can't see yes. me pointing at my camera at James, but, but she is pointing. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I agree.
0: Point. I fully agree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, does the right hand path have any true weight or is it just a lumped category? I think, um,
0: I think, I think they're both lumped categories. Yeah. I think, you know, you can put people who follow, I mean, because it's not like right-hand path, uh, left-hand path, all specifically follow like certain like rules. Everyone yeah. who does a right hand path has to follow these specific rules. Everyone yeah. who follows left hand path has to follow these specific rules. Yeah, I feel like it's a very broad uh, description of two types of people, and I don't think, I honestly don't think any one person fits one hundred percent into either category.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then something else that I was thinking about, and it might be my own personal bias. I have very strong. As if you've listened to this point. This is episode twenty four. <laughs> you know that I have very strong feelings about organized religion. Yeah. Same. Um. Not necessarily like. For some reason, I have a soft spot for like Judaism. I don't yeah, know why. I do too. I've never uh, read. It's because it's that not documents. Um,
0: but yeah. from what I can tell. I But mean, then at no, the same time, I don't know.
1: if you have, if you're an, no- if you follow orthodox judaish practice it's very oppressive mm-hmm. um but then the people who follow that practice are happy question mark so it's we're not gonna dive in but you know what i yeah, mean we don't like, know enough about I, it yeah. i have very strong feelings about organized religion and but i think that that's very specific towards uh christianity I think so too. Christianity Catholicism. I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Um,
0: and my, that's
1: personally, that's mine. That's my, I don't have any uh, reason to be. I'm just a historian well, and through being a historian, I read a lot of things and I read a mm-hmm. lot about different religions and a lot of uh, different cultures and seeing the things that have been done in the name of the Lord or the name of God or the name of whatever and whoever's um, it's troublesome.
0: But that's I agree. Point. I'm not a historian, but I grew up uh, very Catholic, and growing up Catholic put me off of being a Catholic. Yeah. Um. So, from my personal standpoint, mm-hmm. I have an issue with Christianity, Catholicism, because I do see a lot of hypocrisy. Yes. A lot of and- people preaching on Sunday morning and then mm-hmm. turning around and uh, not being a quote-unquote good Christian, good Catholic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Good, good good person in general. And those people would not be on the right-hand path if you go right. to the definition of the right-hand path, and this is where I have a problem with the right-hand path, is that, and I think this is where we get back to that root, that tantric root of what it mm-hmm. really means, looking mm-hmm. at like the Sanskrit root of the word, is that... I have a problem with organized religion and occult religion, Wicca paganism, what be it, being in the same category. Yes, I agree with that as well. I understand that, yes, in Wicca practice, there is a god and a goddess. There are deities that you pray to, that you do ritual to, that you give offerings to, and I think that is Mm -hmm. beautiful, and I love that. Uh-huh. But at the same time, because I have such strong reaction to Western mm-hmm. religion, mm-hmm. I, even though there's some of the same things done, communion, Easter, all of mm-hmm. these things, even though they took it from pagan practice, but we've, we've done that, we've done, mm-hmm. done that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel that they should be put into the same lump category, which is why I have a problem with the use of right hand path. Right.
0: Yes, because I think um, they're just the mindsets are different. I think mm-hmm. when um, you choose to follow Christianity, or Catholicism, or you choose to follow uh, Wicca pagan beliefs, you're coming at it from a different place. Absolutely. So I think totally different yes, place. Yeah, I think um, there is an issue with both of those themes lumped and that's what I and that's why I think it's the uh, the terms themselves are not useful no because because it doesn't right hand path doesn't fully describe one type of person or religion
1: yeah exactly it's the bigger of the baskets you have it, it you everything that's not "Quote unquote evil or bad or deviant is in this little black basket, and then you have Mm -hmm. this giant white basket of everything else. And so that's kind of where my and what what may be taboo
0: for a Christian or Catholic may not be taboo, or most likely is not taboo for a Wicca or pagan.
1: Exactly, and if anything, being a Wicca or being of pagan practice is T- not what Christianity and Catholicism wants you to do. It's the opposite. Yeah. I mean, they literally... Like, like they would every,
0: every religion under that right-hand path umbrella thinks that they are wrong. They are right and everybody else is wrong. Yes. So, I don't... It doesn't make sense to lump them all together that way yeah. for me.
1: And, again, I could be totally wrong and none of this is true. <laughs> also a possibility (laughs) (laughs) so there is the chance that i am incorrect in putting those two together but i'm pretty sure i'm not but the point that i'm trying to make is that there is a middle ground and even though helena may have had the best intentions in 1875 she did not she was not clairvoyant and could not see the future I don't know. These things are used. And maybe going to be used. and maybe as things per
0: society progresses, um the definitions of what falls under right-hand path may change because things, or become, less or, yeah, things the,
1: become less or Were
0: they Yeah, things become less or more taboo and you know, yeah, just you, you can't see what like you said, she couldn't see what was going to be coming. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the moral of the story is if you're going to go either way. Just try to do good things at the same time. Like Yeah, just generally be a decent person. Just don't be a in dick. In your life.
0: Yeah. That's it's it. Not, that's that's the religion I ascribe to. Don't be a dick. Yeah. That I should like be our it. tagline.
1: That should be our tagline. <laughs> <laughs> do what you will. Yeah. Don't be a dick.
0: Do no harm. Take no
1: shit don't be there has don't to be, be some good. way to make that rhyme.
0: yeah we'll figure it out we'll figure it out okay we'll, we'll get back to you guys on that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the right hand path essentially in a nutshell the nutshell yeah. of the right-handed path yeah yeah that's good You did i good. liked it it, yeah. it it hurt my brain
0: I was telling just before we started, well, when we we recorded the first time, (laughs) that uh, it was, I think it worked out that you got this sort of, you got the right-hand path and I got the left-hand path, because I feel like, uh, not that we're so different, but you're more like the historian and like the, uh, you know, like finding the details and finding those names and find, you know, like, and I feel like the left-hand path is more like chaotic and more. Just about like uh, feelings. And Crowley's intellectual uh, desires. And
1: he just wanted to bone everybody. He just wanted to bone everybody, <laughs> and, and he, he did. wanted everybody to bone each other at and the they same did. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So I, <laughs> I watched um, the Ninth Gate. Uh, not oh, yesterday, Johnny Depp! But the night before, yeah. Recommend, totally recommend. I haven't seen that movie in like 20 years. I love that freaking movie, and oh, if yeah. you haven't seen it, it's about Johnny Depp. He is a uh, book uh, collector slash. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He goes yeah, and he's finds okay. he's a book collector. rare yeah. books for rich people, and he'll he'll get the yes. books and. A curator, curator or something and he has the cutest glad i know johnny depp has issues but i mean he is a snack in this movie but he doesn't though he's been exonerated as far as i can tell that's good um but the I basis mean, of it is we can't get into it There are three copies of the same um, book that was written by some dude and Lucifer, right? And apparently the pictures in the book will lead you to the ninth gate of hell, which will you'll be interested. Is it made
0: out of human skin? Is that something I'm remembering correctly? It is not. Oh. Maybe you're thinking Mm.
1: Hocus Pocus.
0: No, I'm thinking (laughs) of a different movie. Devil's advocate? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Oh, I'm like Devil's advocate. Keanu is in that movie, right? Yes. Oh, but I don't remember the plot. of either that movie. Either.
1: Isn't uh, uh what's her name? Hilda? Tilda? Tilda. Tilda's? Yeah. She Are it? you think uh she's in Constantine. Constantine. With Reeves. Never mind. Too many, too many. Okay.
0: That movie, Constantine, <laughs> is like ridiculously underrated. Oh, it's so good. I it's love so movie. good.
1: Love that movie. So good. All of these so movies good. are so good. So if you want to have yeah. an occult movie marathon, Devil's yeah. Advocate, Constantine, The Ninth Gate, I'm sure there's game. more. But The Ninth yeah. Gate totally had me thinking about this the whole time because I even think they talk about the left-handed path in it. And oh. it was, like, perfect. we. I think Michael had turned it on because I was, like, doing this research, you know? And he was like, yeah. oh, let's watch this movie. And then I was like, oh, my God, this movie. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. It's good. Let's but I hadn't it. seen it in so long. The whole time, the, like, lead female, that, like, gorgeous blonde woman whose eyes go from, like, blue to green, I was like, I can't remember if she's an angel or the devil. And then at the end, I was like, oh, oh. I'm not going to tell oh. you, but no spoilers. Don't tell me, because I don't remember. I know. It's so good, though. I'm going to watch it. What is it on? I have no idea, but I know we streamed it, so it's on something.
0: It's probably on Netflix. At text- the very least, it's got to be on uh, Amazon.
1: It's on something that I own, yeah. so it's either Amazon, Netflix, or Hulu. Cool. Um, Yeah. Go watch it. Totally kind of in the left-handed, well, not kind of, absolutely in the left-handed path realm. Um, Super interesting, gorgeous movie. Go watch it. Yeah. 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 Johnny Depp is so good. Well, that leads us really Uh, nicely into uh, possible witchy moments. We haven't done this in a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, Witchy moments. Do you have one? I kind of do. Okay. Go for it. I've been, so with, I say I was in the grieving process because we read this article about, like, grieving for, like, the life that we lost, essentially. And so I haven't been doing a lot of anything. If I'm not, if I'm not working on my, like, Uh, Google Classroom or like things I need to do for my students I'm trying to do whatever my brain can do to distract itself and Mm -hmm. so I which you would think I would have gotten back into ritual I would have I I do have an Ostara altar I have this gorgeous painted egg on it but like it's just kind of like sat there you know Um, Mm -hmm. but I have been meditating um like oh, specifically good. meditating with scents um okay. i've been lighting so many white candles like just trying to purify just everything um, <clears throat> yeah like there's at least two lit in my house right now one is yeah put away from me and um i've been meditating to fall asleep with guided meditation i've been me too. breathing i've just yep. been because I can't sleep. And I don't know if yeah. any of you out there just are having the same issue, but during the day, yeah. I'm able to distract, 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 distract. As soon as the lights go out, I have to put my phone away. No, mm-hmm. I'm wide awake. Wide mm-hmm. awake. And yeah, I even I'm like, have... Go ahead. I'm like exhausted, exhausted from the moment I wake up.
0: And then it gets to be like this time. like It's the evening. It's like 8.30. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I get all kinds of energy. And I'm like, but it's bedtime. And I'm like,
1: that's the opposite. I have no energy, but I'm like wide awake. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: like I'm not getting up and I'm like, I don't have any motivation to do anything, but I'm like, if I tried to go to sleep right now, no, I would be like, wide awake. and all day I wake up exhausted. Yeah.
1: and I'm like, Jesus, like help me. You know, like if I didn't have to get up to zoom with my kiddos, I I wouldn't, I don't think I would. And so I think the meditation has really been helping. I do it with two different things. I do it with music and incense um, and like candles or I'll do it. um, I have -hmm. the calm app, which um, Mm -hmm. I know uh, you might have to pay for. Luckily uh, they gave it to teachers for free. So that was really, really awesome of them um, to use with our students. Um, Oh, that's really cool. I guided meditation with little children. Do it. Yeah. But, um, so I've been using these things to help me kind of like in give myself Absolutely. internal peace. So. Yeah. I had to do
0: something because, again, we talked about the first time we, uh, we tried to record this episode. <laughs> we talked about how like the different stages we've been going through since um, yeah. we've kind of been on lockdown. We've been on lockdown for like a month now. Yeah. Or I have been. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, and the first week I was telling Jess, you know, I was oddly like very calm and very like optimistic. I had a lot of energy. I actually like cleaned and organized and did stuff. The second week, like something hit me hard and it was all like debilitating. I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't, I have a kid. So I had to like, if it weren't for him, I would have stayed in bed all day, 24 seven. Um, I had to get up and make him food and, you know, make sure he's clean and healthy and alive. And then, then. I started meditating as well. Yeah. And I think okay. it really turned, Jess and I did like a meditation share, like a digital one.
1: Oh my gosh, ago. we did a Zoom circle. Yeah, it, it was on the new moon. I don't know if I would call it like a coven circle, but it was essentially a coven circle. Basically,
0: yeah. So we and had, um, her name was Caitlin. Mm-hmm. And she, it was guided meditation And then we kind of, there was like 20 of us and we took turns to talk about our intentions to talk about, you know, she did um, tarot cards and Oracle cards. Yeah. And we talked about what they meant to us and how we were feeling. We shared our, you know, our anxieties and our hopes and our fears and our, it was really, really nice. And I, when that happened, that was kind of the turning point for me because I was like, oh, this is what I need to do. Like, this is what I need. So I've been so nice. It was, it was so nice. And um, I hope she does another one. And yeah, yeah, that has really helped a lot because uh, I am an anxious person anyway, Mm -hmm. even before all this. And I, my therapist had told me, and we talked about this before, you're, you are not anxious, you have anxiety, you are not anxiety, you know, that type of thing. So when I found myself waking up in the middle of the night, I had to repeat that to myself. Like your anxiety is lying to you. Your anxiety is telling you lies. Your anxiety mm-hmm. is causing you fear. Mm-hmm. So I had to like do the breathing and the, you know, the, what is it? Like when you self soothe, you know, you have yeah. to repeat to yourself certain phrases and it has been helping. I have not been sleeping great, but I have been sleeping more than I have in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. So yeah, meditation is like, it's, uh, so important. It's important. If, yeah. If it's, it's
1: something you connect to, oh my mm-hmm. gosh,
0: I would give it a try. Even if
1: you're, um, reluctant to just try yeah, it. it. Cause sometimes hurt. it takes me, I have to start mm-hmm. over like sometimes two or three times before right. it'll stick before my breathing yeah. will stick before mm-hmm. I can like, um, mm-hmm. I guess, lose focus. Yeah. It, and so like, don't give it up. Helps it helps to have like a,
0: it helps to have a uh, I guess like a mantra, like a motto. I don't uh, when my sister was on, she told us about the Reiki precepts, mm-hmm. and one of the ones that stuck to me was for today, only I will not worry. Mm-hmm. so when because again, I'm super anxious, um, even in quote unquote normal times. So that's sort of what I stick to when I find myself wandering or I find myself uh, focusing too much on something. Yeah, I repeat that phrase in my head, and it helps me, like, recenter myself.
1: That's nice. I like that. You kind of
0: just have to find something that works mm-hmm. for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's been it's been helpful. It really has. And yeah. These are,
1: you know, I'm sure everybody weird is saying times. it all the time. These are weird times. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? I know. I think with – I'm already, like <sighs> – Personally, I feel like I'm already too far gone in this moon cycle because if you've listened to us, you know that we're really moon cycle driven. And yeah. I, I think that this moon cycle, especially since I can't see the moon, it's really impacted me. It's been very um, rainy in Southern California. Yeah. And, so been and able yeah, to tonight enjoy is actually the pink the full, full moon, moon. And we can't but we can't see, see it. See it yeah. yeah. So I think I'm going to take a breather through the new moon. And then yeah. as soon as that, like, waxing comes back up I'm going to really try to like get back which is what I said at the end of the last episode and obviously did not happen but
0: well I um, mean yeah, nobody there's nobody so I'm going to try yeah that's all you can do I was telling Jess the other day uh because I have been doing better you know with Mm -hmm. my anxiety and with my emotions and then the past couple days I've been very not anxious but emotional like just watching videos and making myself cry <laughs> and uh <laughs> watching the hamilton casting to Oh my girl. gosh that and, made me cry so bad. <laughs> yeah. And are like, you know, just taking a shower and like sitting down and then falling apart like for no reason. I mean, no reason. We're all going through a lot. But Yeah. Um and I'm like it's the moon. Like I was like, "Oh my god, I I didn't even realize it's the it's
1: the full moon. Like it's the full it, moon. this was like even yesterday. Even though you can't see it, it's still pulling you.
0: Yes, and I was like, that's why I feel so yeah. heavy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the moon is very it affects me a lot. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the full moon passing and yeah, onto the new moon. I'm gonna. I mean, even if. um caitlin doesn't do it again maybe we can find another one we can join or something or we can do one. But. Oh, we could do one yeah i
1: i thought that was very very helpful what she did yeah i think that would be nice maybe if we can figure it out maybe we could invite some of you guys to come yeah i was gonna say maybe we can we can do it like let us know if that would it. be something I know some people find technology and practice, uh, at, at odds, um, but if you don't mind us fiddling our way through it. Yeah. Or if you are someone who could host, yeah, let us know.
0: That would be cool too, because I feel like it, it's, it's just helpful to reach out. It just, it made a big difference. It really did. It was like I could pinpoint that was like the turning point of my anxiety Mm -hmm. because I was like when that when I was in the middle of it I was like I'm not going to make it through like yeah I I cannot feel like this for another like six months like I just can't and it really helped a lot yeah and i was like starting my period and it was just like it was it's all kind like of stuff though so. <laughs> yeah it was like i'm like we still have to get our periods during the pandemic like really? i know and then that earthquake <laughs> <laughs> then there was an earthquake there was an earthquake in <laughs> southern california and there was earthquake yeah, in i had to get it i had to get an emergency root canal like and I then my like, internet went out it's I'm, like you know what I- Gaia, come on <laughs> it's fine but you know what if this is the worst I have to deal with during all this it, I'll take it you know like yeah very true me very having true. to get a root canal is the is the most I have to deal with it's fine I will it's deal fine. with it yeah it's it's okay I'm not I'm grateful for for everything else that I have so oh yeah uh Absolutely. yeah it's. But yeah, so I guess I stole your witchy moment. But yeah, meditation. No, it's okay. It's the same. Yeah, it works. it's huge, huge, huge. Huge. And I just, I really wish we could see the moon tonight. I really do. Maybe it's clouds, but it's raining right now though, so probably it's
1: raining hard in Southern California. Yeah, it's like uh, uh, times. It, it's 8:40 p.m. on what? April 7th right now. If anybody was curious. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's the future where you are. So. It's hard to see the
0: moon. Yeah, it's not cool. No. But yeah, so we made it through another episode, made it through another week. Mm-hmm. Let's just put out, you know, I feel like good things are coming. Um, You know, I mean, that's the hope I'm clinging to. Yeah. Good things are coming. Good things are coming. Good things are coming. They have to.
1: Alright. Well, um, I know we missed it a little bit, but I hope you had a good astara. And yeah. um, if you celebrate
0: Easter, I hope you enjoy that time. Are you still there? Oh, moving away for a second. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that one so of my a stupid thing came out, I went to go
1: put it away and it took me to it that's okay Uh, um but i have hope you had a good ostara and um if you celebrate easter i hope you enjoy that time i know we might not be able to celebrate with our fans friends and family but um yeah take that time to just yeah be
0: mindful Mm -hmm. and grateful and it's jess's birthday
1: and it was your birthday Next week. It was my birthday last week. We're both Aries, and we have birthdays in ten days of each other, which was totally not even planned.
0: No, it's not. And Jess is not an Aries. I'm She's a and, even yeah. though, I mean,
1: I was born April thirteenth, so if you know, you know, I'm an Aries. But I yeah. just, I don't. You're not. You're not. Bad. I have red hair. Like I,
0: <laughs> I am. I am an Aries. Like oh you are an, you're a
1: textbook Aries like, but,
0: like to a T yeah you are a Taurus for sure yeah.
1: I have like weird yeah. Taurus Libra vibes but uh Taurus Do you, for are sure. any of your
0: signs Taurus your moon or your no my horizon? moon is in Libra and that's okay, the thing that
1: so I'm that makes I'm sense an, I'm in Aries Libra Aries oh yeah, Doublers. I'm a hardcore Aries. Maybe I have so much Aries it cancels out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm an Aries Scorpio, so that makes sense. Sagittarius. So,
1: oh yeah. I'm See, all, that's why we get along so well. Yeah, my husband and my yeah. sister are both a Sagittarius.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. See, and me and my me and my sister, she's a Scorpio, and uh, uh, she doesn't get along with other Scorpios really, except for my brother, who's also a Scorpio. Hmm. Oh, she doesn't get along with Aries, I think. Oh. And, okay. uh, but, she and I are are really close, and uh, it's because I'm also a Scorpio. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Moon, Scorpio moon,
1: but it's the weirdest thing. All of my friends, well, I guess no, that's not true. Never mind. I think <laughs> <back>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was going to say all my friends are Gemini's. So it's not true. <laughs> Just one, two. My mom, my mom, and my my uh, dad are both Gemini. And, and Adrian's, Adrian's a Gemini. Gemini.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I used to say that back in the day when I didn't, when Adrian and I were just like each other's friends. <laughs> like in high school. <laughs> All my friends. <laughs> uh, well, you made it this far. Thanks, Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, this habit of going off on little uh, tangents. Just a at little time. It's,
0: it's, it's been a, a long time. week. It's only Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you guys um, enjoyed our episode, and you are uh, safe and healthy, and look out for enjoy each other. Enjoy the
1: full moon, and yeah, enjoy the full moon. I mean, it's look out for each other. Listen to it,
0: but no. Next week, we will. I will attempt to cover the left hand path.
1: Should and, be good.
0: Uh, yeah, very sexy should be good
1: (laughs) alright we'll see you guys later bye Bye. thank you for listening to this episode of sit for a spell please rate
0: review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social
1: media at sit for a spell pod if you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices please email us at sit for a spell pod at gmail.com until next time Blessed be.